Welcome to the teacher and the preacher. This program is all about the importance of coming to understand that the Christian community and the Jewish community have more in common than we have been led to believe. Rather than seeing each other as against each other, we need to come to a point of seeing that the statement that our country is a Judeo-Christian nation is much more than just a mere statement, but truly reflects the reality of our nation as it was and should remain. Every week there will be an interesting dialogue about the issues that have divided Jews and Christians and how we can move in bridging the gaps and see that by talking about the issues, we can better move in the direction of having more unity. Unity that will heal and help bring together a nation that is under attack by the forces of atheism, secularism, and a breakdown of family values. Join us now for a discussion between the teacher and the preacher. Welcome to The Teacher and the Preacher. I'm the teacher, Harold Berman. And I'm the preacher, Dave Magira. And those listeners who were with us last week uh, will remember a great interview with Gidon Ariel. And it was so great that we want to continue the conversation this week. If you missed last week's great conversation, just go to our website, Teacher and the Preacher. That's www.teacherandthepreacher.com. And we have archives of all of our previous broadcasts, including this last interview with Gidon. So uh, just to reintroduce Gidon, uh, Gidon is the founder and CEO of RootSource. And we spoke about RootSource last week and uh, the amazing impact it is having on Jewish-Christian relations and the thousands of Christians around the world who are uh, connecting with RootSource to learn about the Jewish roots of their Christian faith uh, from a Jewish perspective. Uh, Gidon is a visionary and pioneer in Jewish-Christian relations. He made Aliyah, that is immigration, to Israel when he was 14 and spent close to a decade in advanced Jewish studies institutes and the Israel Defense Forces. Gidon serves in the IDF, reserves as a captain in the military spokesperson's office after spending over 20 years in the tank corps. He's an Orthodox Jew and has kept Jewish traditions his entire life and is a seasoned Hebrew and Judaism instructor. Gidon is the owner of several web-based marketing businesses and has been working with Christian organizations in Israel, the USA, and internationally since 2005. So, Gidon, welcome back. It's a pleasure to be here, David Harold. And last time, yeah, and last time, as I said, we we discussed root source, and we'll probably be discussing a little more about it. But uh, maybe want to just get more of the the twenty thousand foot aerial view here. Uh, back up a little bit on the the circumstances that made an organization an effort like root source possible, and just what's going on uh, in the Christian world, and then uh, consequently in the Jewish world, and the whole state of Jewish Christian relations, uh, which really is unprecedented, literally unprecedented in the last 2,000 years. Oh, my gosh. This is a, a half-hour-long show. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, about we'll be done in 20 minutes. 20 minutes tops. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about stuff that uh, people will be writing doctorates about for many, many, many years to come. I think that the, the uh, development of the relationship between Jews and Christians has undergone a sea change over the last 30 years, when I, when I was growing up, there was no such thing. I mean, you know, kids, Jewish kids and Christian kids uh, would hang out on the, on the street and play uh, uh, roof ball or whatever kind of ball we used to play over there, street ball. But for, but for serious faith, men, men and women of faith on the Jewish side and on the Christian side to establish relationships that are not putting those faiths aside, but putting them in the center, that is something that nobody ever heard of. 
And it's, uh, I can say that it's uh, remarkable and ex- exceptionally enjoyable because the, the love, the, I, I would say that that is possibly the main word of the Christians that I am friendly with. That, that is what they have, love. That is the, the, the two main commandments as Jesus has uh, given to them. Dave, you can bring up the chapter and verse, but, uh, but, uh, it's, it's these, the people that I know, they're the ones that are really reflecting that in their day-to-day lives. That is really the, the, I think these people for me are really doing, uh, the great commission. They're not here in order to turn me into a believer. As I, as I tell my, some of the people who I engage with who think that, uh, they have to, get me to the point where I say Jesus is Lord and, uh, and whatever the, the declaration is. And if, until they've done that, they, they, they haven't fulfilled their commission. I think it's the opposite. I think that so many of my Christian friends who are smiling and, and just such good people and such good friends, they're the ones that are doing that great commission. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Listen, this is a, this is a paradigm shift. You know, historically, our checkered history of Christians in regards to the Jews is uh, long and difficult and very uneasy. And yet, here are these two people groups, Christians and Jews, who have so much in common. The contribution that yeah. that uh, the Jews and Judaism has made to Christianity is no, no small thing. Now, you know, um, the, the identity of the Messiah obviously remains a, a core dividing point uh, that, that has been there for, for centuries. But one of the things I think that's happening these days is that Christians and Jews— more and more Jews all the time, are endeavoring to reverse the 2,000-year history of discord that has happened and and all of the horrendous things that mark um, an ugly side of Christianity and to really replace that with a relationship that's filled with dialogue and better understanding and mutual respect and fellowship and friendship and, and cooperation on those things that are really uh, shared uh, values and virtues. And, you know, I in traveling to Israel, uh, you guys know this, you've watched the huge uh, increase in tourism of Christian groups after Christian groups who come rain or shine, uh, rockets or no rockets, they, they're showing up. And it's, it's a God thing, isn't it? Yes, it definitely is. And, and, and so many of them are coming to Israel, not only to enjoy the wonderful weather that we have here and the beautiful scenery that we have here, but to try to find people people to have relationships with, people to engage with. Jewish people, like we've said, some of whom never met a Jew in their lives, and they realize, wow, you're a real person, and you're a nice person, so let's be friends. Imagine that. Imagine. Don't need a doctorate to come to that conclusion. <laughs> I love that. And you're a nice person. I love that. Well, you know what? I find that the opposite is true, and that is that there's many Jews who have never known a Christian. and yeah, I can, sure. well, I, 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 I've discussed that, too. Yes, I just think right? that, yes, I think that uh, this is one of the things where both of us have been ripped off in many ways, right? And and in, in many ways, understandably so. I can see why Jews would be, you know, hesitant and uh, skeptical of Christians. I can see that very clearly. Yes. 
And we've got a track record to prove that. But I do think that the very point that you made right from the get-go of being able to genuinely love one another, I think that that really starts dropping the walls of uh, uncertainty and skepticism. It's amazing what God is doing. I think another piece is the, you know, there's over 2 billion Christians in the world, and there's obviously great diversity uh, within that uh, uh, significant population. So, you know, when we're talking about Christians and Jews who are building these bridges, it, it's it's not all Christians and it's certainly not all Jews. It's, it's you know, a certain segment uh, of each that we're finding. But, uh, you know, what I find is a big piece of that also of this puzzle is Israel. And you have now, and I think the reason, you know, you said, you know, 30 years ago that this was unimaginable, but uh, what, what's happened over the last several decades is all of a sudden, you know, the Jews have returned home and not only did they return home, but they're building this vibrant, flourishing state. And I think for those Christians uh, who don't subscribe to replacement theology, for those Christians who read the prophets and take the prophets at their word, and they're looking at Israel and they're saying, you know, hey, this is happening. And that creates a whole different paradigm for relationship than in the past where the Jews were simply guests in various host countries. Harold, I think that you, that was so important what you said, because that's really what I have so much in common with, with my Christian friends. These are Christians who read the Bible, read the prophecies, and recognize that God has been, is fulfilling his prophecies as, and his promises from the Old Testament in today's state of the modern state of Israel, and that we both agree upon 100%. So if we have so much in common over there, we'll uh, wait for the stuff that we don't have in common. Uh, so maybe another day we'll discuss it. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, yes, uh, we had uh, Rabbi Scheinberg on the show uh, several months back. Oh. He's the rabbi who's, you know, in partnership with, with Pastor Heggie. And he said, you know, as far as what's going to happen at the end of days, he says, you know, that's in God's hands. He says, I'm concerned about what's going to happen next week. And, and we have to like work mm-hmm, together on mm-hmm. what's going to happen next week. Yes, I, I, well, I agree. Well, you know, that's a very, if I, if I may, that's a very Jewish thing to say. Because <laughs> the Jews really have, no, seriously, the Jews have been always focused on, what are we doing today? There's a, there's a famous phrase in the Talmud, Hayom l'asotam machal l'kabel sicharam. Today, we have to do the things, in, in that context, it's commandments. And tomorrow, we will get the reward for keeping these commandments. This is a Jewish concept. Uh, it's a, a, a concept that is on discussion and debate amongst Christian Christians, as far as I understand. But that idea that the Jews think about today and how God will re, reward us in the in the future, that's up to God. And we had to do that throughout thousands of years of exile because we never knew what was going to happen tomorrow. So let's focus on today. The Christians, on the other hand, if I may, and tell me, uh, David, what you think of my, of, of my understanding. The Christians said, listen, Jesus was here about 2,000 years ago, and any minute now he's going to come back, and that is that future that we are dreaming about and hoping for. So we are future-focused. And so the Jews are, are today-focused, and the Christians are tomorrow-focused, or more, much more than tomorrow, that, that end-of-days-focused. Now, the Jews really invented that entities kind of stuff, obviously. Right, if, we, we uh, definitely have, have it no, in theology. 
Yeah, but but we've been too busy dealing with survival in order to have the luxury of yes. just focusing only on that. Many, many people are saying, wow, maybe this end of day things is, is really happening and coming close. So both of us agree upon that, that if God promised that in the end of the days, the, the land would give forth its fruit, and the uh, the Jewish people would be, uh, the people of Israel would be gathered from all four, four corners of the earth. Well, these are things that are happening, so the uh, the ultimate uh, redemption cannot be far behind. And now I think that both uh, Bible-believing Christians and Bible-believing Jews agree with. Yeah, you know, that's a very good point. I, I do think that... Um one of the things that's happening is we, we are living in Bible times. We're seeing the fulfillment of what the scriptures say. God is bringing the Jews home, but he's also bringing the nations of the world to Israel. The nations of the world are gathering, and they are loving and valuing and beholding um, the Jewish people and, uh, and their heart for God. You know, uh, you, you and I uh, and, and Harold, we've watched across these recent years a work of God that has really been unprecedented. Think about this. I think it was clear back 2000, 2001, something like that, that the mayor of Jerusalem— wanted to put a public committee together that would strengthen the worldwide Christian ties with Jerusalem. And he involved, I think it was Rabbi Eckstein at the time. And uh, here's a guy that was one of the, the, the lead rabbis of building uh, relationships between Christians and Jews. Then you add, as you mentioned, Harold, Rabbi Scheinberg, a, a tremendous guy, a great lover of Christians, a tremendous uh, uh, heart for God, and then uh, throw in uh, Rabbi Riskin, and you know you've got uh, quite the trio right there who are all just big lovers of building relationships between Christians and Jews. And then think about this: a rabbi ends up not only being a guest on a Christian broadcast, but then they are given an opportunity to have a weekly 30-minute broadcast. And that was Rabbi Eckstein on, on TBN years ago. Well, uh, think about this, where you have rabbis being invited to speak at Christian churches, rabbis uh, given an opportunity to be on Christian uh, talk programs. I mean, this this is a whole new day, and this is a God thing. I don't think anyone could have done this outside of God, but his heart, heart has always been, all the way back to Abraham, that all of his kids would get together, that the Jews and the Gentiles both would, would be better together than uh, by themselves. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I think, if I may be, if I may be a little bit uh, cynical here for a moment, I don't think that the heads of those uh, radio and TV networks woke up one morning and said, hey, this sounds something that I'd love to do. I think they were getting the wellsprings of the grassroots of Christians saying, this is what we want to hear. And right. that's what I'm seeing uh, in, in, in my activities, that more and more Christians are doing a walk around, if you will, I call the center, that are, are literally, they're walking around saying, I want to engage directly with Jews. And that's something that uh, the Christian leadership is uh, jumping on, on top of now. Yeah. Yeah. Harold and I are very fortunate to be able to have uh, amazing guests that are just like you, Gadon, who really desire and long for and enjoy just what Christian people are looking for. And that is 
dialogue and and a chance to to learn from each other. We have some of the greatest guests who are so informative and so inspiring and and provide such great uh, resources for Christians to learn and grow by in in understanding the Bible and really having a a deeper appreciation for their own faith and you know the contribution that the Jews have made to Christianity is no small thing. So we, we remain indebted. But tell us a little bit about your own engagement with Christians and how you got involved in this bridge building. I uh, grew up in uh, Queens in New York uh, in a uh, traditional family, not an Orthodox family, but we went to an Orthodox uh, synagogue. And I also went to an Orthodox Jewish day school. Uh, most of my uh, friends in that day school, like me, were not Orthodox. But uh, that's who I was 40, 50 years ago. I was very blessed in that when I was in sixth grade, I was introduced to an organization called Bnei Akiva, which is a worldwide Orthodox Jewish Zionist youth movement. And uh, they... The leaders in that movement, in my in my branch, in my community, uh, taught me some things that just blew my mind about how the Jewish people are coming back to the land of Israel, establishing uh, their own independent state, and all of this was prophesized in the Bible. And so what we're doing is we, the us uh, kids who are members of this B'nai Akiva youth movement, are a part and players in God's plan that he wrote down two to 4,000 years ago. It's, it's really mind-boggling, but that's the way we saw it. And, and remember, this is coming on the tail end of the state of Israel being founded in 1948 and the city of Jerusalem being reestablished and reunited in 1967. And I came of age, I was like uh, 10 years old in 1977. So it just is just amazing how God put it into my heart in this time period that I am connecting to the God of Israel, the people of Israel, the land of Israel, the Torah of Israel, and the state of Israel. Those became my major values for my life. Well, it wasn't too long after that that I decided to move to Israel, and I was very lucky that my parents were liberal enough to let me move on my own to high school to spend my high school years in Israel. And uh, I loved it and I stayed. <laughs> After high school, I went to the uh, Israeli army, the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces. I was a uh, uh, in the armored corps in a tank, as uh, Harold introduced me. And uh, on a furlough, I was walking through the streets of Jerusalem. You know that you can get a, uh, a degree in Jewish history just by reading the street signs in Jerusalem. <laughs> That's one, of the, one of the signs that I saw, it wasn't a, a street sign, it was a sign on an apartment building, it said ICE chain. I crossed the street to read it, and I saw that that stood for International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. I uh, meekly walked in, and the door was open, and I picked up some brochures, and I saw that this was an organization that was dedicated to building relationships and to showing the Jewish people and the people of Israel that we Christians, as they were writing, love you and want the best for you and want to be friends with you. And for me, that was 
just uh, mind-boggling that such a thing existed. That wasn't the history that I came from. I personally had not been the victim of any anti-Semitic acts in, in my whole 10 or 15 years that I lived in America, but uh, it was uh, part of my DNA, if you can say. There wasn't a, a member of my community that didn't have a relative who, was per who perished in the Holocaust. And as far as we Jews were concerned, if you weren't Jewish, then you were Christian. And the people who killed us in the Holocaust, they weren't Jewish. So you can, you can do the math. So as far as we were concerned, not, the, not every Christian, not every Christian was smiling on TV or in the subway in New York, but you never know what's going to be. The, the Christians are people that we just have to be suspicious of. That's all. But here were Christians that were extending their hand in friendship and uh, bearing their souls in love. And that was something that God put in my heart, I think, so now that I'm looking back at it, to relate to that and to respond to that positively. And uh, from there, it, was, uh, it just became like a hobby of looking for these pro-Israel Christians who were living in or visiting Jerusalem. And over the years, I met more and more of them, and I basically uh, made friends with them. And then when the internet started, around uh, 2000, was it? Something like that? Thanks to Al Gore. Well, got big enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, started looking for more and more Christian people like that all over the world to engage with. Until I finally decided, as we discussed in last week's program, that I wanted to dedicate my life to it. And uh, God... Uh, Blessed it, and uh, together with my partner who I met, Bob Odell from Austin, Texas, we were able to create a platform, uh, mostly on the internet, for Israeli Jews and pro-Israel Christians all over the world to engage with each other and to study together the uh, Jewish sources of both the Jewish and Christian faith. And you have a wonderful, wonderful uh, avenue to dispense that to people. Uh, Gidon um, oversees and really has put together a tremendous resource called Root Source, Root Source, root source.com. It's a great website where um, anyone can go there, but, but it's mainly uh, targeted for Christians to be able to learn way more than just uh, what, what the Torah is about, what it has to say. There's a nice wide variety of great opportunities to learn from a variety of different angles. And then, as he said, his Christian cohort, Bob Odell, they, they make a powerful team in the things that they provide. So I want to encourage you to go check that out, rootsource.com. So we're just about out of time, but Gidon, let me ask you one last question. That is, outside of RootSource and your connection with these Christians, something is happening as well in Israel in a larger scale uh, with various other uh, Jewish Christian organizations and connections that are happening as uh, more Christian groups are cropping up in Israel. T talk about that for a minute. Um, it's really happening every day. There are uh, a lot of people, and I'll bet a bunch of them you've already interviewed on your program, who are discovering this both from the Christian side and the Jewish side. I'll tell you the truth. When I meet uh, very um, involved Christians, I'm sometimes astounded they've only discovered 
this uh, perspective on life, this perspective of of uh, building relationships with Jews, studying uh, the Bible from a with a Jew from a Jewish perspective, they've only discovered like a year or two previously. I and and some of them have made so much uh, progress. I would think, my gosh, these people have been doing this for decades. And so there are so many people like this. But it's still a drop in the bucket of uh, who we have to reach. So we've got our work cut out for us. You do. So do we. But I'll tell you, I love the bridge building, and I believe that God honors that. Harold and I have found so much wonderful fellowship uh, together and uh, the various friends that we've made over our time together. And um, Harold, do you have any uh, parting words before we go off the air on this program? Well, just that I think the enormity of this shift uh, cannot be overemphasized. The fact that, you know, as, as we've been talking throughout this program, if, say, even 50 years ago, uh, someone were to be talking in these terms, they would be looked at like they were just crazy. It, it's just not something, you know, there were Jews and Christians in America. And, and by the way, these these kind of efforts still exist where Jews and Christians, usually at the more liberal end in, in both uh, religions, get together, and it's more like a coexistence, can we all get along, can we all be happy together kind of dialogue, but this idea of a deeply rooted uh, religious dialogue that is really based uh, you know, on our, our various understandings of the Bible is something that uh, it, it would have been unthinkable to our ancestors really not so long ago. Yeah, isn't that right? Gidon, it's been a joy to have you uh, do a couple of programs with us. I want to encourage our listeners again to scope out your website, rootsource.com. It's uh, right there on the website. That's root-source. Don't forget, don't forget that dash in between. The dash. Root like, root like trees and, and source like water. Root-source.com. And it's uh, right there at the website that you can contact Gidon. As he uh, shared last week, you can also Google his name, Gadon Ariel, and uh, a wonderful, wonderful, beloved friend and and brother. So um, before we go off the air, let me just uh, remind our listeners, uh, we so invite you to contact Harold and I. Uh, nothing means more to us than to get some um, some email from you. You can do that at the teacher and the preacher at gmail dot com. You may have a subject you'd like us to talk about. You may have a question about what are the recent programs. But uh, take the time to write us. Maybe all you want to do is tell us, "Hey, I appreciate the program." But do that. The teacher and the preacher at gmail.com. Check us out on our Facebook page, The Teacher and the Preacher. Harold does a fabulous job of presenting facts of the day, interesting things about Israel and what's going on there. And then you can go to our website, www.teacherandthepreacher.com, and there you can see an outstanding photo or two of guys who have a face perfectly fit for the radio. And uh, you'll appreciate learning a little something about us. And uh, you can find uh, archived programs right there. And it's a great way to be able to simply click on the donate button and give to keep us on the air. So we so appreciate our donors and all that uh, you guys do to keep us on the air every week. Until next week, May the God of Israel, who never slumbers or sleeps, may he watch over you, may he watch over Israel and our Jewish friends, and may that same God bless America. Amen.
The teacher and the preacher will be back next Sunday for another discussion on how Christians and Jews can come to once again proclaim that the United States is truly a Judeo-Christian nation. To contact the teacher and the preacher, email them at theteacherandthepreacher at gmail.com. That's theteacherandthepreacher at gmail.com. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and give you shalom. Shalom.